Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 31. I take refuge in you, Lord. Please never let me be put to shame. Rescue me by your righteousness. Listen closely to me. Deliver me quickly. Be a rock that protects me. Be a strong fortress that saves me. You are definitely my rock and my fortress. Guide me and lead me for the sake of your good name. Get me out of this net that's been set for me, because you are my protective fortress. I entrust my spirit into your hands. You, Lord, God of faithfulness, you have saved me. I hate those who embrace what is completely worthless. I myself trust the Lord. I rejoice and celebrate in your faithful love, because you saw my suffering. You were intimately acquainted with my deep distress. You didn't hand me over to the enemy, but set my feet in wide open spaces. Have mercy on me, Lord, because I am depressed. My vision fails because of my grief, as do my spirit and my body. My life is consumed with sadness. My years are consumed with groaning. Strength fails me because of my suffering. My bones dry up. I'm a joke to all my enemies, still worse to my neighbors. I scare my friends and whoever sees me in the street runs away. I'm forgotten, like I'm dead, completely out of mind. I am like a piece of pottery destroyed. Yes, I've heard all the gossiping, terror all around. So many gang up together against me, they plan to take my life. But me, I trust you, Lord. I affirm, you are my God. My future is in your hands. Don't hand me over to my enemies, to all who are out to get me. Shine your face on your servant. Save me by your faithful love. Lord, don't let me be put to shame because I have cried out to you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them be silenced in death's domain. Let their lying lips be shut up whenever they speak arrogantly against the righteous with pride and contempt. How great is the goodness that you've reserved for those who honor you, that you commit to those who take refuge in you, in the sight of everyone. You hide them in the shelter of your wings, safe from human scheming. You conceal them in a shelter, safe from accusing tongues. Bless the Lord, because he has wondrously revealed his faithful love to me. When I was like a city under siege, When I was panicked, I said, I'm cut off from your eyes, but you heard my request for mercy when I cried out to you for help. All you who are faithful love the Lord. The Lord protects those who are loyal, but he pays the proud back to the fullest degree. All you who wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Samuel 21, verses 1 through 15. David came to Nob, where Ahimelech was priest. Ahimelech was shaking in fear when he met David. Why are you alone? Why is no one with you? He asked. David answered Ahimelech the priest, The king has given me orders, but he instructed me, Don't let anyone know anything about the mission I'm sending you on, or about your orders. As for my troops, I told them to meet me at an undisclosed location. Now, what do you have here with you? Give me five loaves of bread and whatever you can find. I don't have any regular bread on hand, the priest answered David, just holy bread. But only if your troops have abstained from sexual activity. 
Definitely, David answered the priest. Whenever I go out to war, women are off limits. That's our standard operating procedure, even on regular missions. The men's gear is kept holy. That's even more true today, with the mission holy along with the gear. So the priest gave David holy bread, because there was no other bread except the bread of the presence, which is removed from the Lord's presence and replaced by warm bread as soon as it is taken away. Now one of Saul's servants was there that day, detained in the Lord's presence. His name was Doeg. He was an Edomite and Saul's head shepherd. David asked Ahimelech, Do you have a spear or sword on hand? I didn't bring my sword or gear with me because the king's mission was urgent. The priest said, The sword of Goliath, the Philistine you killed in the Ella Valley, is here, wrapped in a cloth behind a priestly vest. If you want it, take it, because there are no other swords here. David said, No sword is as good as that one. Give it to me. So David got up and continued running from Saul. He went to Achish, Gath's king. Achish's servants said to him, Isn't that David, king of the land? He's the one people sing about in their dances. Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his tens of thousands. David took these words very seriously and became very frightened of Achish, Gath's king. So he changed the way he acted with them, pretending to be insane while he was with them. He scratched marks on the doors of the city gates and let his spit run down his chin. Can't you see he's crazy? Achish's servants asked. Achish asked his servants, Why bring him to me? Am I short on insane people that you've brought this person to go crazy right in front of me? Do you really think I'm going to let this man enter my house? Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 13, verses 13 through 25. Paul and his companions sailed from Paphos to Perga in Pamphylia. John deserted them there and returned to Jerusalem. They went on from Perga and arrived at Antioch in Pisidia. On the Sabbath, they entered and found seats in the synagogue there. After the reading of the law and the prophets, the synagogue leaders invited them. Brothers, if one of you has a sermon for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul gestured with his hand and said, Fellow Israelites and Gentile God-worshippers, please listen to me. The God of this people, Israel, chose our ancestors. God made them a great people while they lived as strangers in the land of Egypt. With his great power, he led them out of that country. For about 40 years, God put up with them in the wilderness. God conquered seven nations in the land of Canaan and gave the Israelites their land as an inheritance. This happened over a period of about 450 years. After this, he gave them judges. Until the time of the prophet Samuel, the Israelites requested a king, so God gave them Saul's Saul, Kish's son, from the tribe of Benjamin, and he served as their king for 40 years. After God removed him, he raised up David to be their king. God testified concerning him, I have found David, Jesse's son, a man who shares my desires. Whatever my will is, he will do. From this man's descendants, God brought to Israel a savior, Jesus, just as he promised. Before Jesus' appearance, John proclaimed to all the Israelites a baptism to show they were changing their hearts and lives. As John was completing his mission, he said, Who do you think I am? I'm not the one you think I am, but he is coming after me. I'm not worthy to loosen his sandals. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, 
chapter 23, verses 26 through 43. As they led Jesus away, they grabbed Simon, a man from Cyrene, who was coming in from the countryside. They put the cross on his back and made him carry it behind Jesus. A huge crowd of people followed Jesus, including women, who were mourning and wailing for him. Jesus turned to the women and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't cry for me. Rather, cry for yourselves and your children. The time will come when they will say, Happy are those who are unable to become pregnant, the wombs that never gave birth, and the breasts that never nursed a child. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. If they do these things, when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? They also led two other criminals to be executed with Jesus. When they arrived at the place called the Skull, they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. They drew lots as a way of dividing up his clothing. The people were standing around watching, but the leaders sneered at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he really is the Christ sent from God, the chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him. They came up to him, offering him sour wine and saying, If you really are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above his head was a notice of the formal charge against him. It read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging next to Jesus insulted him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. Responding, the other criminal spoke harshly to him. Don't you fear God, seeing that you've also been sentenced to die? We are rightly condemned, for we are receiving the appropriate sentence for what we did. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, I assure you that today you will be with me in paradise. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and wide. flowing down at the cross at the cross I surrender my life I'm in of you I'm in of you where your love ran red and my sin washed white I owe all to you, I owe all to you, Jesus. There's a place 
where sin and shame are powerless, where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness, where all the love I've surrender my life I'm in all of you I'm in all of you where your love ran red and my sin washed white I owe all to you I owe all to you and here my hope is found here on holy I'm in all of you, I'm in all of you, where your love ran red and my sin washed white, I owe all to you, I owe all to you, at the cross, at the cross, I surrender my life, I'm in all of you. I'm in all of you, where your love ran red, and my sin washed white. I owe all to you, 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 The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. 
through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 35. All my bones will say, Lord, who could compare to you? You rescue the weak from those who overpower them. You rescue the weak and the needy from those who plunder them. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you back here on Monday. Or if you'd like to join us and worship online together this weekend, there's a link and information about how to do that in the description of this episode. Whenever we see you next, we'll see you. Have a wonderful weekend.
New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was At the Cross, Love Ran Red, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.